ia te a te a taka ia te pai pai wa o uru mai te utupoto te ware kōrero e tū nei. Kia ora. welcome to Change Channel, a space to share tupuna wisdom, Māori ancestral knowledge with you and the world. Tēnā, wakarongo mai. Nō te ipureo tēnei kawenga o te pai pai wa o a Chase Channel. Inumia te kōrero. Chase Channel is brought to you by Te Ipurao. E ngā mana, e ngā reo, e ngā rangatira o te motu. Tēnā koutou katoa, nau mai anō ki tēnei hōtaka, uh, e hōrapa nei, uh, e whakapuaki nei. E ngā kōrero me ngā māramatanga e hereana ki a COVID-19, hei pāenga o tātou te iwi whānui. Kia ora everybody, I'm Te Arahi Maipi. Welcome back to another day show, Facebook live show of the Fano Guide for COVID-19. The good people at County's Manukau Health. Auckland District Health Board, Waitemata District Health Board and Northland District Health Board have all come together to provide this live and daily platform and with the one goal in mind. Our mission is to give you, your whānau and your community all the information that you need to help get through COVID-19. Uh, I'm Te Arahi Maipi. It's lovely to have you uh, uh, here joining us. As always, if you have any comments or any part-time for our panel, who I'll introduce very shortly, please put them on the Facebook feed and follow their Facebook page, The Final Guide for COVID-19. Uh, before we introduce uh, our panel and also get through a really uh, important announcement that's come from the District Health Boards and the Ministry of Health, we'll quickly go through uh, the stats from the last 24 hours. We are officially in day 23 of the lockdown. There's only eight new coronavirus positive cases in the last 24 hours. That's not even enough for a football team. So everything is really looking well. Only two of them are confirmed and six of them are probable cases. Brings the total number to 1,409 in Aotearoa and eight, 816 people have now fully recovered. That's another 46 in the last uh, 24 hours have all recovered. Uh, incredibly, that means there's only 259 active cases in Aotearoa right now, down by 46. Uh, over the last um, day, and 816, yeah, again, once again, have now all recovered from the uh, testing positive from coronavirus. Uh, sadly, though, bringing the total death toll in Aotearoa uh, to 11. Uh, 
There are 14 people in hospital with the virus, three people are in ICU, two of them are in critical condition. And it's very important to point out that we are still under level four lockdown parameters. So all those restrictions remain in place. A lot of news yesterday about what level three could look like, but that's could when that happens. At the minute, we are still in level four. So we need to take extreme care and still just going by those basic rules, keeping your distance, washing your hands and being kind and looking after one another. Uh, if you are now, one very important message, and it is around testing, particularly for us Maori, um, not enough are being tested, not enough people are being tested. Our numbers have been relatively low for the people that have uh, tested positive, but uh, we need more people to be tested. And just to clarify, there's a few steps here, just to make sure that it's all, uh, you have that uh, information. Now, you only need one of these symptoms to be tested, either a cough, sore throat, runny nose, shortness of breath, loss of smell, or a fever. If you have one of those symptoms, only one of them, then it's likely that you should get tested. So if you don't have any of those symptoms, you don't need to get tested. Also, on that, it's very important. Every single test is absolutely free. There's no cost. There's nowhere to. It's not like going to the doctors or anything like that. It is absolutely free. If you're worried about how to get there and not break your bubble, it's okay. If you need a Fano member to take you to the test, they can do that. But as long as they're still within your bubbles, if you can't go by yourself. If you can avoid it, if you can, please don't take public transport when you go get tested. All clinics have protective measures, so you're absolutely safe at all testing stations. But if you have a mask or some gloves, uh, it's advisable put them on before you leave for your test, before you leave home. Uh, make sure you've got a working cell phone or access to a working cell phone because that's how you'll find out what the results are of your test. Now, this is really important. Keep out of the way of other people when you're heading to the testing clinic. That's even within your bubble. If you can keep yourself at a safe distance from everybody just to make sure that uh, you get your tests and then you get your results just to limit uh, the potential uh, threat of that spreading. Um, and always... Uh, if you're not sure if you should be tested with all of the inf information, if you're still not sure, two avenues. Call your doctor or you can call Healthline. The number is 0800-358-5453, 0800-358-5453. Or again, you can call your doctor. So that's all really important. Those are clear steps. All of that information will be circulating around, uh, but it's really important that if you feel as though that you might need to, if you're guessing about it, then the best bet is to call that number so you can uh, have a phone consultation to see whether you do need to get tested or not. Now, there are 77 testing stations all around Aotearoa. 14 of those testing stations are across the Auckland metro area, so within Tāmaki Makoto. And if you're wanting just to try and check uh, where those stations are, the ones closest to you, visit the website of your closest hospital, and then they'll have a map there of all the testing stations in your area. To help keep us safe and make sure we're doing a great job of looking after ourselves um, in a level four lockdown, but the work is still need to be done. And if you need to get tested, please do so. Let's now go into introducing our guests. And I'm excited about today's guest because yesterday we had three incredible rangatahi. Uh, who are interns at Te Kao or Te Rangatahi, a, a fantastic organization based out in South Auckland, uh, giving us their perspective about how things have been through for COVID-19 and through lockdown level four. Uh, and we wanted to carry on with that discussion 
with a few other matanga surrounded um, and entrenched within the health sector, but also with a major focus on rangatahi. So today, uh, our first person uh, is Dr. Ainsley Kripsua. She's a clinical co uh, consultant for Fresh Minds. Dr. Ainsley, tēnā koe, no mai haere mai. Tēnā koe, te arī. And also um, joining us is Te Ao Kapa, uh, who's the GM of Rangatahi um, Resources at the Kaha o Te Rangatahi Indigenous Youth Hub out in Manurewa. Tēnā koe, ngā mihi. Tēnā koe. And also uh, from Rahui Pōkeka Muru Maipi, my nephew, lovely to see you. You're looking good, as always. Love <laughs> <laughs> So that's our panel, and we'll get straight into the conversation. Um, Dr. Ainsley, I'll start off with you. Uh, Fresh Minds, on your website, uh, front page, it says, our minds set out each day to connect the dots we need to live well. Home, work, school, and play, connecting the dots across the mind, mood, and wellness. Do you think our mind and mood has been affected in a large degree? And I'm talking, I guess, from a rangatai perspective, given the extraordinary uh, circumstances that we find ourselves in now? Oh, absolutely, Tiarahi. Um, it's fair to say that uh, different people will be experiencing these extraordinary um, circumstances differently. Um, I don't want to uh, omit those who are experiencing, particularly um, our more introverted rangatahi, who are um, experiencing this um, extraordinary uh, set of times as um, quite a, a welcome relief from um, constant engagement out into the um, complex world. Um, on the other hand, there are a number of, of people, um, namely rangatahi and, and many others, who um, are experiencing these times as, as less than um, ideal in terms of the mind and well-being. Uh, when we think about the ingredients of uh, positive mental well-being, um, we think of you know the, the five key elements being healthy eating, sleeping well, um, remaining physically active, um, connecting meaningfully with others, and participating meaningfully in life. Uh, you know we are somewhat compromised in some of those areas mm. to be able to en enhance and maintain our mental well-being. <clears throat> It seems as though that this is, you know, well, we're living in extreme times at the moment, but um, as a lot of effects around COVID-19, that it'll be long lasting uh, and around mm. the care and support that people are going to need. But connecting with our kids and young people in care, how is that managed uh, in your line of work? Uh, in terms of um, in care as in with Oranga Tamariki? Or yeah. Okay, so um, I mean, I'm not working directly with Tamariki and Care uh, currently, although from my experience of, of having worked uh, over many years uh, with with Tamariki Atafai with with young people in care, one of the things that young people tell us consistently uh, is that they want to know about how their whanau are and they want to know when they're going to be able to connect in with their whanau of origin, and this is whether they are in kin care or uh, in non-kin care, uh, the need to uh, know how your family of origin, your whānau of origin are going and when and how you'll see them next is really important. Mm. So some of the uncertainty of uh, our current circumstances will certainly be affecting our rangatahi in these circumstances. Um, and 
I'm hoping that uh, they will have adults around them who can assure them and give them some level of certainty about how they will make con be able to make contact with maybe siblings, cousins, um, their 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 whānau, extended whānau. Um, and you know, I just want to say for for rangatahi who are out there and are looking for an organisation to connect with to um, assist them to advocate for their rights in this area. Uh, there's Voice Whakarongo Mai, um, an organisation that I've been well connected with um, since its inception, uh, that can be contacted on voice.org.nz uh, or on 0800 4Voice. Um, it's an organisation that uh, is actually set up to help rangatahi to connect with each other and also to advocate for them um, for their needs to be met. Tēnā koe, Dr. Ainsley, moe nā whakamārama. Te ao... And uh, we've been really fortunate, as I mentioned at the top of the show, to have three of your uh, wonderful tamahine that um, work alongside you. Uh, you guys have got uh, strong connections with the community, especially with young people. How have you stayed connected or what's been the most effective way that you've been able to stay connected with uh, rangatahi uh, in your area? For us, it's mainly using social media. Um, I guess just going back off of what our uh, rangatai interns and sexual health pr practitioner was speaking about yesterday, uh, was social media is our easiest way to get in contact with them or to spread the message messages around staying home or if they need anything um, to be able to contact us. Another way is uh, we've been calling them as well. I'm checking up with them that way and using Messenger. So Facebook Messenger is another way that we've been getting in contact with our rangatahi. Uh, we understand too that some of our rangatahi don't even have phones or they don't mm. have um, access to social media or online um, activities. So that's another thing that we've been looking at um, as a as a organisation on how we can either get them resources or I guess aid them with resources that they're able to use for online purposes. Oh. Mm. The, of the young people that you have stayed and connect, uh, connect, uh, connected with uh, during this period, what's the main thing? Can you give us some insights as to is there any common things that uh, they're needing help with or they want to talk to you or connect with you about? Um, our biggest thing is they're finally needing kai. That's our mm. biggest thing um, is that um, they're either losing their, the main, I guess, breadwinner and their whānau have either lost their job or decreased in their, in their income. So that's been a massive thing for us is um, being able to provide them with kai um, and just relieve them with some of their stress around uh, whether they've got bills and stuff like that. So we do have a funding agency which we connect to um, through whānau order. So those are the biggest things um, for our rangatai and their whānau. So yes, we work directly with the rangatai, but we understand that they come with whānau. Um, mm. And sometimes it's more than just one whānau living in the household or living in their bubble. Um, and this was prior to the lockdown. So we're trying to make sure that um, our whānau or our rangatai and their whānau um, are taken care of. Uh, it's an interesting one that uh, Tao brings up, and I will ask you about this shortly around employment, um, and particularly for our rangatahi moving forward. But first of all, can you talk us through what the RAISE project is all about? Oh, terrible. Yeah, no, so um, just to give a bit of a background on um, how this trip up will come about, um, leadership here within um, Chinese Monaco DHQ travelled to Alaska, and um, uh, was part of a conference called um, called Concepts that an organisation called Self Central run, 
And basically, uh, what their kopap is about is that um, the native people of Alaska, 15 years ago, um, assumed the role and the responsibility of um, of looking after their family, and um, and they call it self-determination. Here we call it manamutuhake, but um, the nuka system of care um, teaches people how to look after themselves. So, um, yeah, that's a little bit of background on how the Kopa would come about. Mm. And then, um, yeah, we uh, leadership here within counties thought that they would um, uh, take up the challenge and um, try and duplicate some of the programs that they run over there in Alaska. So, um, um, you know, they employed this handsome young fella here to um, <laughs> do the job. But um, no, nah, so um, I've only been in the role for the last month. Um, and yeah, um, the RAISE program is, is is more about getting our Ramatahi Māori into leadership roles within the health sector. You know, um, there's one to train um, Ramatahi in, uh, in, a, in an area, and then there's actually one to put them as um, directors or so um, the program was more about succession. You know, how do we do succession? Um, you know, how do we make um, our next young Māori rangatahi, uh, the next Minister of Health, you know, the next Ashley Bloomfield, uh, the next Jacinda, you know, because um, um, the argument that we're trying to make here is that um, um, by Māori for Māori is, um, is, is going to be the way of the future. So that's just a little bit of background I'll come back to you. What are your thoughts on the long-term effects for Tamariki Māori and Rangatahi Māori, and even up until young adults? What, what potentially um, are the danger areas that we're looking at uh, on a long, uh, mid to long-term perspective around what we're going yeah. through right now? Oh, I guess, you know, there is the I guess the word that that lingers around uh, for me is a wangawanga or uncertainty. Mm. I guess when we look forward even past this Rahui just a couple of months, there's uncertainty uh, certainly with regards to schooling. Uh, there's uncertainty with regards to income, uh, particularly for those rangatahi and those um, you know. Um, um, uh, pakake in their youthful years who have lost jobs or who have um, who have lost opportunities maybe uh, particularly uh, in terms of tertiary studies uncertainty as to the longevity or the sustainability of of some of the programs that they're participating in mm. uh, so with, with uncertainty breeds stress worry uh, and can have implications uh, not only for <coughs> Just you know that the the, the the economic outcomes, but also for mental well-being as well. Um, you know, being able to cope within an environment where we don't, we don't know what this economic downturn is going to um, create and um, and and produce for those who are uh, moving into that you know that being very new into their working world. So yeah, I guess uncertainty lies ahead. Um, one thing I do know is that our rangatahi, um, as, as, a, as, a, as a whole, are resilient. Um, I know that um, that our rangatahi are well positioned to, to you know, 
proceed through this adversity and come out on top and thrive. Um, but I guess the, those pakakea of, of, of us who are working within, within this environment, you know, we need to um, help support with producing some of the scaffolding and, um, you know, resource um, channels by which our, our rangatahi can, um, can thrive, really, you know, hang on to um, seeds of hope and then just, yeah, prevail through this, this time of uncertainty. Mm. Well, it's interesting that scaffolding or that, that, that framework or that infrastructure or just that uffy and that support mm. uh, that, that they're going to need. Do you think there's enough resource, the resource that's available, is that adequate uh, in order for that to be solid, to, to help mm. and support them? Adequate's a, a, a good, interesting word to use because what we know, particularly for our, our Māori people, but also our Māori rangatahi, is that resources always inequitably um, dispersed. And so the thing that I worry about the most is um, the access to resource, even if it is made, even if it is made available for our rangatahi. And, and that's, I guess, the, the scaffolding that I was talking about, ensuring that uh, as those who have access to the knowledge and the um, resources that may or may not be available or can be made available, um, enabling our, our rangatahi uh, with the mechanisms, with the knowledge, with the empowerment to be able to go down those, to access those channels and to access resource that they should be entitled to or should be able to access but um, has been obscured from their site, which mm. is often uh, the way that, that it transpires. Rangatahi is one of those resources uh, that uh, Rangatahi can access. How are you guys mainly operating? Do you operate through virtual clinics at the moment? Um, at the moment, for Te Kao Te Rangate, we are in contact with um, the likes of Counties Monaco with family planning um, and the way that they're, um, I guess, delivering their services. So we refer on to a lot of um, clinics and to a lot of other organisations that run clinics. So at the moment, us, us as Te Kao Te Rangate, we're not running any virtual clinics at the moment. Okay, good Manu, I want to go back to you in regards to what you said when you went over to Alaska. Um, mm. You know, was it theirs was um, self determination, which is our version of you know Tinoranga Tiratanga and our mana motuhake. Here, do mm. you see? And this might be a, a might not be a matched up question because um, we weren't going through a pandemic, an international pandemic there. But did you see any parallels mm. between Rangatahi Maori and other Indigenous Maori from uh, overseas? Uh, in regards to how we are, the issues that we face, and I guess more importantly, uh, the things that work to connect and help and support. Mm. I, th I think the, um, the beauty of um, Indigenous rangatahi is, um, you know, our, what do you call it, our, um, our sense of manaki when it comes to actually immobilising on something that we need to do. And... Um, it, if, if, if I can make an example of that, we've got some rangatahi out on Rabi Pukika that um, from day one of shutdown um, just took made took up the responsibility to care for our kaumatu mm -hmm. and, um, and and have been working 24-7 since the shutdown happened to get Kai up there um, uh, to, you know, the wider Waikato. But um, how that, um, you know, 
um, between here, Hawaii, and Alaska, um, you, you see the similarities between, you know, all our, and I think that's the beauty of, of, of being Indigenous as well, is that, um, you know, we understand what Manakitanga is, uh, and we understand what, um, um, you know, how do we share that with um, you know the rest of the country, mm. and um, and 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 how do we you know because um, I'd say you know now is not the time to try and be a big hero and um, you know save the country from this COVID, but it is actually the time just to support each other, you know. And mm. I think um, that's where you know um, I'm tell you around the whole multi. Um, uh, I've been lucky enough to be part of a group called Narangatahi um, Aiwi. And um, we've got Rangatahi up north. Um, we pull pata in them that just immobilised straight away. Um, Rangatahi in um, Whanganui that immobilised as well. Um, us in Waikato, um, in Tuhoi, you know. And so I think just to acknowledge that um, Rangatahi strength in, in this time because, you know, it, it's, 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 it's definitely a scary time for, for the world, actually, you know, the uncertainty. But I think, you know, um, um, the warrior within us all just kind of come out and, and, and we've just really taken a support role here and how do we support our, our leaders and then how do we support each other in our communities. One other thing, and this would be an important one, I guess, post-lockdown as we, um, not too far away, hopefully we'll go to level three and then uh, as uh, Prime Minister Fire, uh, Jacinda, saying that uh, level two might be when we start going back to some type of um, uh, level of normality or what normal looks like. Um, Muru, your thoughts around youth employment moving forward? Um, uncertainty is a word that we're all using here, so uh, there's a lot of that, but what's your focus uh, around helping, supporting or advising uh, Rangatahi when it comes uh, to, to employment um, in the next few months? Mm. Oh, I actually think it's time to get excited about it. Actually, you know, um, um, you know, uh, I, I, and what I, what I mean by that is get excited about, um, you know, the uncertainty that you know. Um, because I'll tell you one thing about us, Rangatahi Māori, is that um, we're innovative thinkers. We know how to think on the spot, and we know how to um, get a job done. Actually, so you know, um, um, you know taking over Ashley Bloomfield one day is actually not too far away because we'll show during a time like this, we can um, we can organise ourselves, we can um, get a job done and we can, um, you know, do it safely within the boundaries of uh, the lockdown. So, um, you know, if that isn't um, good enough to uh, lead the country one day, then... Um, ま、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、
practitioner, she went on and done a questionnaire. And so finally, we're, or those that follow us were able to ask certain questions. And that was a platform for us to share information, um, correct information around yeah, certain things to do with sexual health, sexuality, um, and all those amazing things. Uh, another way is we're trying to create uh, resources specifically for our kura, um, kura Māori, kura kaupapa, in Tāmaki Makaurau, um, some resources so that they're able to do it online um, or Zoom hoes and stuff like that too. So we're creating things on the go. Um, and, yeah, we're just making sure that we have um, tools that are that are easy enough to be able to do at home, so understanding that they won't necessarily have all the resources. Um, but, yeah, so that's some of the stuff. Also, we do have our oahi kore, um, and they're going out and about uh, making sure that our whānau have support around that too. So, hmm. Awesome. Tāwe katoa e nga kōrero o kote mahi. Dr. Ainsley, I'll, I'll ask you the last question, um, specifically around the 20 to 30-year-olds. Uh, and I'm interested in all of this kōrero because uh, within my household, I've got a 22-year-old son, I've got a 15-year-old son, I've got a 9-year-old daughter, I've got a four-year-old son, and then I've got two mokopuna that are younger than So I cover the pretty much the broad spectrum, and I understand that each one of them individually, their worlds are different. Their needs are different, and their emotions will be going different uh, through this. But uh, our biggest concern is our 22-year-old son, because he's got his own little whanau who's just starting off his career and all the uncertainty around that. So um, in, in his industry that he's putting his energy into and how he's feeling about how he's going to look after his, his uh, young whanau, do you think that that generation, the 20 to 30-year-olds, may feel the impact of lockdown more severely than uh, than the rest of the kids, but more so than other adults? Mm. Yeah, that, that's uh, an interesting question, Jari. And it sounds like you and I have a, a similar trajectory of, uh, of, of whānau breeding. I've got a 22-year-old down to a six-year-old as well. <laughs> uh, and a moko on the way. Um, yeah, and so I guess in, in our current circumstances, I... It's fair to say my 22-year-old wouldn't really know that she's uh, particularly adversely affected uh, by the lockdown at, at this point. Um, and I think that that might be a, a developmental, um, you know, uh, aspect to how, you know, to, to, to their way of thinking. Um, I guess uh, arguably our 20s are our most social years. Um you know, we, we usually, and by the time you get into your 20s, you are entering into the workforce. You have uh, developed friendships through your uh, schooling or, or youthful years, uh, then developing friendships within your colleague, colleagues and your collegial groups. Um, and so I'm, I'm quite certain that our, our, our young pakake or our older rangatahi uh, certainly are probably feeling the pinch of um, not being able to socialise face-to-face, although we do have these multiple social media platforms now, House Party, um, and, you know, whatever the older generation, those other people are using to connect in. Um, yes, I was I was including myself in that. I didn't want to help myself. Um, uh, you know, to, to connect. But it's not the same as face to face, so I'm certain that it's affecting our 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 young people in the, that are in their twenties. As we move out of the Rahui and we move further down the track, when our the economic downturn has taken shape, 
and we get a bit more of a sense of what the employment space um, is going to look like, or sorry, or the employment space for our younger people. I mean, certainly me as a as a parent of um, of a young person who's in her twenties, I feel worried for for her. Um, I feel worried about what the future looks like in the next five, ten, fifteen years when she um, really embedding herself into the work, uh, sorry, into her career, uh, when she's bringing up our moko, um, and when she's looking at, you know, what does tertiary studies and, um, you know, home ownership and, um, and you know, the, the economic life and whānau life for her look like. So I'm more worried about it, but I am worried about it for that generation as mm. to, uh, what the prospects look like into the the near future, help you know beyond the Rahui and beyond COVID nineteen. No, I, I share the same thing. What we've um, tried to take on board, uh, mum and dad, is just means don't leave. Just stay with us for for forever. And if you have to, just leave your more, leave your kids behind, and you guys go and, and, and you guys will be all right. Do, do your thing. Do your thing. Yeah, Mokopuno would just be fine. But tēnā um, uh, I know that in every guest that we've had on um, on the final go for COVID-19 has been really busy uh, during this period. Um, so I'm sure that it's a full-on time, not just professionally, but also you looking after all your own whānau. Nō reira, kia koutou tokotoru, Dr. Ainsley Kripsua, uh, te ao kapa, muru mai pi te nā koutou, mō koutou mahi, mi tō koutou whakawāte i a koutou uh, ki te kōrero ke, uh, ki te wī tēnei rā. Tēnā koutou. Kia ora. Okay. So much to consider um, for our youth generation. Um, and we had great examples yesterday of people that are in there doing it in that generation, but then also uh, practitioners within the health uh, to just give us some information and being mindful of the different generations and what they will be facing uh, right now, tomorrow, and the coming months as well. Remember, we went through the 10 steps around the testing. We do need to get tested. If you're having any of those types of symptoms or if you're just uncertain and if you're not sure whether you need to get tested, two steps, either call your doctor or call Healthline uh, on the number 0800 358 5453. And also for any information around COVID-19, can visit the website www.covid19.govt.nz. We are all done for today's live Facebook live show, but we will be back again tomorrow. Nā Te Puni Kōkiri e Pūtea Tautoko, made with support from Te Puni Kōkiri. Nā Pūoro Jerome, ngā reo Pūoro. Soundtracks from Pūoro Jerome.